potato chip. Uh, let's try that again. Hi, welcome to We Were Gamers, a podcast with JJ. Hello. Michael. Hey, everybody. And Andy, who actually really does have the sniffles because there's too much dust in my house. This is episode 196 of a podcast, sometimes about homeownership like it was last week. Mm Mm-hmm. Honestly, nothing wrong. Because really, the podcast is titled We Were Gamers, not We Are Currently Gamers. And... (laughs) We have sometimes, to that. sometimes you have to do things other than play games, like tear your house apart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good lead-in to the fact that I haven't been playing too many games this week. <laughs> 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 I did get to watch some TV, but uh, I'm not the only one with a medical problem. I have the sniffles slash allergies due to the amount of construction dust. I have been trying not to inhale. However, mm. has creeped its way into my sealed office. Drywall literally is finer than the air somehow and can move through any sort of ceiling or whatever. I, I feel would like, like it probably can travel through walls too. I, I, I think whoever can crack the code on why dust stays airborne as long as it does and then translate that to flying humans around the globe will be an ultra quadrillionaire. Because then you'd never need fuel. I feel like it must be related to the fact that, like, particle physics is messed up somehow. <laughs> if you're a particle physicist, uh, email us at we won't understand it at we were gamers dot com. <laughs> Don't dumb it down a little for us. Okay, podcast we were gamers dot com. <laughs> if you can do that, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Okay, I wasn't the only one with a medical issue. JJ, are you all right? I mean, yeah, I'm totally fine. Uh, but this morning, uh, I was, I, I woke up in the morning and had just like, oh, it's like, I must have slept weird. Like, I have this like tightness across my chest. I have like, this oh, tightness like I, across my whole body. Like, I slept like with my arm across my body or something or something weird in a weird way. And it's like, ah, this will be fine. Like, I just need to stretch it out and like, it'll feel a little better after I, you know, get up and get moving. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Uh, Didn't really. Didn't uh, get better or didn't get moving? (laughs) Oh, did I really go? Eh, But yeah, no, it it didn't go away after I got moving and like I went to work and it it was not not like pain. It's just kind of like annoyance, you know? Discomfort. Yeah, discomfort. Uh, And... I started, like, the more I kept thinking about it, the more it kept not going away as, like, my day progressed. I was like, oh, God, like, am I low-key having a heart attack or something? Like, <laughs> That was the worrisome text in the group chat yeah. that, that hung there for way too long. Uh, I don't understand how Facebook sends those messages through that group chat that we use uh, because I will tell you that it was not long in the, between my typing there. So yeah. I don't know what happened on your guys' end. I, I think Facebook did a uh, check but, to be like, is this person actually dying? Should I send the rest of these messages? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then like while I was in line to get lunch, uh, I was uh, I just had like a, a sizable burp. Um, oh, yeah, wonderful. And uh, then all of a sudden it was like, oh, I feel all better. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. I, I didn't need to. 
I wasn't having a heart attack. I just really needed to burp. <laughs> you have entered later life, I think is what, what has now happened yeah, to you. Yeah, I'm old is what we, it turns out to we me. We were gamers um, where mm-hmm. we could have eaten anything, and now we get indigestion that feels like a heart attack. Yeah, and, you know, it's like, yeah, this weekend I'd eaten a bunch of spicy food and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just like, and beer. Uh, whatever. Beer, yep, totally. Yep. Mm-hmm. So. I know the beer thing because we we saw each other Sunday and drank beer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I was out most of the weekend, so I didn't get a chance to do a ton of other stuff. But nah, you know, it is what it is. It it's is good to have those is. weekends away sometimes. So I, yes, yes, it is. Get up to anything interesting in this realm, Michael? Uh, well, I think I'll start you off with a bizarre experience that I just had maybe an, a couple of hours ago, maybe not even two hours ago, uh, which Andy heard a little bit of. Oh, no. JJ, have you have you ever had have you ever had someone maybe maybe a parent, maybe a loved one tell you that you smell good? I mean, maybe in my life at some point. Sure. Yeah. Not a memorable something. experience if it was one of those types of people. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Something that someone that knows you well might say to you uh, on a on an occasion. Have you ever had a random stranger at the grocery store tell you that you smell good? Because that just happened to me today. I'm going to say no. That's weird <laughs> and creepy, maybe. <laughs> it was yeah. very weird. So I was uh, I was walking through the produce section and passed between like a grocery store clerk and a, a woman who was staring at her phone. And Were they talking to each it, other? Well, so that's that's where it gets weird. So I I <laughs> that's, that's where it we, gets weird. <laughs> well, huh. we turn we like she and I turn the corner at the same time, and I hear her say, "You smell good," and it I caught it like it didn't not mm. register, and so I like turn around and see her holding her phone like relatively close to her face, and I was at my first thought was, "Oh, she's talking into her phone," and then as I'm having the thought. But that doesn't make sense. I hear her say, yeah, you. Oh, no. I, I turn around that again and abort, just sort of abort, run, flee. <laughs> oh, no. Confusedly say thank you as I continue to walk quickly towards the milk and get out of there. I must go. I thought I thought that was going to be a like, oh, she was on the phone. Oh, yeah, she was talking to the produce. <laughs> like, yep. you know, you, sometimes you pick up like a, I don't know. An orange or a guava or whatever and you're like oh this is fragrant and it smells good and you know i'm not above talking to myself at the grocery store cool but that's like one of those maybe just leave your cart next time and leave (laughs) immediately it's like one of those where i want to like awkward turtle meme out the side mm-hmm. of the the frame and just be <laughs> cool man Kool-Aid man backing back out of the hole in the wall yeah. exactly <laughs> wonderful uh so yeah Terrible. that was that was strange you have uh, a lot of food related um, stories this week yes uh but speaking of food we did um we did have a a good food experience we went on saturday to um madugame down at south coast what's that so it is it's directly downstairs from dintai fung so you'll know it from the large lines of people it is an udon shop yum 
Sounds good. And it is, it's almost cafeteria style. So you walk in and you grab a tray and get in line. And the first station is you ordering one of a dozen or so different udons. I have a question. And then go for it. The trays. Yes. Can you take them out of the restaurant? Um, you mean like, are you allowed to take them out of the restaurant or can I'm- you take a tray and run with it? <laughs> Is there a chance to steal a tray? Is there a chance you could get this food since it's sort of like a buffet line Mm -hmm. to go ish where you could eat it possibly say upstairs while you wait in line for your soup dumplings? Yeah. Um, I think I saw to go containers. All right. So yeah, I'm pretty sure you could order to go. I'm going to Udon and then I'm going to go wait for soup dumplings upstairs. With my udon pole. Yeah, there you go. All right, all right, all right. What's this place? So, like? yeah, you, you order one of your dozen or so different varieties of udon, uh, and then you keep going with your tray, and they have hot trays of shrimp tempura and, like, all the different tempuras, shrimp and veggie and crab. They have potato croquettes. They had, what else did they have that we grabbed? They have musubi. Um, they have onigiri. And you basically go, you go down the line and gra- just sort of grab their, their single pieces of each. And it's got the pricing per single piece. And then you get to the end of the line and they ring you up. Cool. Um, and they actually have solved one of my pet peeves about restaurants that get really busy. While you are in line, they have a staff member walking down the line asking you how many people are in your party. And then they give you a number if you are eating there and they sit a corresponding number on an empty table. Oh, so there's nobody smart. just table squatting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Brilliant idea. Yes. Very smart. The table Especially squatter. in a place like that where I imagine, yeah, table squatting is definitely a thing. Yeah. There's not a ton of seating. Um, and if you go like at lunchtime or at dinner time, they, they, from what I've heard, always have a long line. So we went middle of the afternoon on a Saturday, and it was perfect. (laughs) The slow time. I had dinner already, but I'm hungry again now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's do it. Is there a ramen shop open at this time? I don't get there. Yes, of course, there is a ramen (laughs) shop open somewhere at this time. Isn't that a universal law? I know it's not Udon, okay? Don't email. Sometimes you just need ramen, though. Sometimes you just need to inject that, like, salty tastiness straight in to your clogged pores and your clogged veins <laughs> with yeah. the pores is an interesting thing wait a <laughs> I mean, minute you know it goes there that's, first and then like it, that's, how, that's that. how you that's how you absorb it in you know and like udon, a, a spa that has udon steam bath you, have, you haven't fully ramen unless you steam yourself first <laughs> so that's like, awesome stand your face over the boiling hot pot where they have all the ramen cooking Ooh, <laughs> hot pot you, be the katsu. We should do hot pot. That sounds yeah. good. I had some hot pot at the end of last week. That was good. Always Man. good. Oof. Are we good with food talk? <laughs> yeah. Well, so moving nope. on from no, food. No, no, he's not no, good with food talk. Moving he's on from done. food. We did, we did another big thing this weekend. Oh, yeah. We um, got to talk about this. Machine. Yes. The wife bought a new car. The machine. Nice. Is it the named machine. yet? I don't believe it is named yet. How did you circumvent 
<laughs> this is a good start to this, JJ. Get ready. How did you circumvent the fact that you shouldn't have bought this car that is currently under recall? Uh, it turns out that not all of them are under recall. Yep. I was just about to say, it's got to be a thing where, like... It is a only, subset of the line that is only some of, only Where some they of were the made, numbers. which type of airbags were in them, mm-hmm. etc. Right. right. So, they were under recall for a sensor in the rear seat belts. And so, I guess, you know, a certain lot number, they had to recall to have them repair the sensor and the first dealership that we were talking to the only ones that they could i guess the only ones that they could find were subject to the recall ah okay toyota corolla hybrid cool hybrid yep so high mpg non-electric 5253 i mean highway well that's that's city highway it's a Wow. It's electric in the same way a Prius is electric, right? There is electricity being involved there for sure. Essentially a gas generator running an electric motor, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's electric power to the wheels and all that, but the the gas is kind of there just to extend the range a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a bad plan. It's a good car. Yeah. It'll last forever. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the the one we traded in was uh, her 03 Corolla. The in between o- those two vehicles, other than the fact that this one's probably got a ton of get up and go compared to the other. I mean, noticeable differences between decades of Corollas? Uh, the body shape is a little bit different. So the new, um, the, the, so the hybrid is the 2020. Um, it's the first year that they've had it in the States, but it's not a brand new car. Okay. Non-hatch um, or hatch? Non-hatch. Sedan. Yep. Tradition. Um, the profile is a little lower, so it's not, the t- the car itself is not quite as tall, and you sit a little bit lower compared to the other one. Aerodynamics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, like like everything that, that has been around every car that has been around for for 20 years or so they've kind of streamlined the shape of it sure the i'm gonna guess the obvious stuff that's different is like hey this one has bluetooth oh yeah i was like there's a screen i wasn't getting (laughs) that stuff it was more like a hey they've changed cars over the last 15 years and we don't remember that cars used to have this or well, so on one thing, they have gone all the way around to it being not in cars anymore, and that is a CD player. Yep. Is there still an ashtray? I feel like a Toyota would be the last the last vestige of the cigarette lighter ashtray. No, I don't think there is. You know, I think in order to get one of those, when I bought my car, which is already more than 10 years ago... I think you had to option in the cigarette lighter ashtray. <laughs> there is the there is the round twelve volt jack though. Sure, but it's just a jack with a little cap on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty common. Welcome the, to the uh, no, that's still the twenty first century. The new decade. Uh, it's new. That's a brand new car, man. Twenty twenty. That's twenty twenty. It's a new decade car. Yeah. That's cool. Very cool. It's got that smell. It does have that smell. (laughs) 
Sounds like everybody I, had an event. Some weekend. people really like that smell. I'm not really a fan. Am I weird? Yes. But uh, are minority. are you weird because of that, or are you weird? Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, am I weird because of not liking the smell? Not liking the probably toxic outgassing plastic? No, not at all. Hey, hey, hey! It could hey. be toxic outgassing leather cleaner. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Uh, okay. <laughs> My bad. You solve that problem with the outgassing plastic by buying a leather interior, yeah. which then you get different smells. <laughs> My car's seats are leather and microfiber, so I got both. Woohoo! Nice. Yeah. Also, I don't know if the new car has this, but our seats are heated and cooled. Okay, so... <laughs> Are they actually cooled or are they just ventilated? No, 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 no. There is a, if you look under the chair, a pipe that connects to the AC unit. Okay. It blows cold air. It blows cold air through the seat. Okay. Cause that's the thing that I've seen. Like people are like, oh, I get like heated and cooled seats. And then what they actually mean is it just blows air. And it's like, that's not the same thing as cold air. Right. But it, yeah. That gives you that weird feeling like you peed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what it is it is uh, having ridden in his car it is a little weird the first time you turn it on yeah especially on a day when it's kind of really hot mm-hmm. and then you get the coolness on your back and stuff you're like ah, i'm wet unexpected yeah 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 uh so i take it you did not go for the cooled seats no well the Corolla Hybrid is interesting because at the moment, there is only one model style and you can't really customize anything with it. Oh, so you, you, get, take, you, you take it as it comes. You basically. get the Model T. Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering like if it was even an option. Toyota actually su- has a surprisingly few options available on their cars. You it's, kind of just, it's like there's this one, there's the middle trim level, and then there's the high trim level. And it's yep. like, which of these three do you want? There's really no options other than that. It's kind of the joke I was getting at earlier about the cigarette lighter thing. Their motors run forever because they're ancient in their design, not in their age or anything. And they tweak them and stuff. But like Toyota in general, their strategy is if this is going to work, it's going to be something we invest a ton of money in and then it's going to work forever. And then you have to like drag them to change it. It, you know? Yeah, if it, if it ain't broke. Yeah, and that includes interiors and everything else. So, you like, it's kind of shocking that you're saying to me that there's no CD player left in that car. Because I'd imagine they've had a center stack that has worked for them for quite some time that they were very happy to try and reuse before somebody told them, hey, this is our new hybrid model. You got to get a little fancy inside. Well, what's funny about it is that we were, we were standing in the lobby at one point um, waiting on... Uh, the next stage in the process yesterday because oh, car buying is a process. I pre did our new leaf. We got a Nissan leaf a while ago. I think we talked about it on this show. I pre did all the negotiating, everything else. So we showed up there. We talked about one thing and it still took hours. Yep. Mm hmm. Okay. It is Sorry. it is truth it is truthfully and honestly the reason I advocate so much for my credit union's car buying service because I never want to do this. They show up at my house with paperwork, we sign the paperwork, I they get a big check or a wire transfer, we have the car, they leave. <laughs> Best experience of my life. Nice. <laughs> the way car buying should be except not CarMax. <laughs> 
Anyway, if you sorry, want to sponsor Michael. this podcast, Carmax, I'll take it back. <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. I actually yeah. did mean to derail you because that's the brand, but. Where was I? Uh, no, we were standing in the lobby and they had a big banner up for their their in-tune system, which is Toyota's version of their infotainment package. Ooh. And the hybrid comes with the st- just the standard in-tune. And I guess they have, like you were saying, there are three different levels. And the middle level, the in-tune plus, comes with a CD player. I see. So we have gone, we've come full circle to now a CD player is a fancy upgrade. God, what world is this? <laughs> hey, you is know, a, hold on, circle. hold on. No, 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 no. It's not. You're looking at this all wrong. It's like the theory of taxing things that are bad for you. So like alcohol and cigarettes. If you don't want people to use them, put extra taxes on them, right? Mm-hmm. So you really so, shouldn't be using a CD player at this point Andrew, in your life. Are you, are you saying a CD player is a sin tax? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Because, you were forced uh, to make a better decision. This this is what you get for trying to listen to CD quality audio. <laughs> Darn you. Where is your AUG player and your dot FL FLAC player? This is horrible listening to CD music. CDs are fine. I mean, you can have lossless CDs. Most of them are not. Exactly. That's, uh, that's my point. <laughs> and especially that, I bet you that that CD player was not an MP3 reading CD player. Oh, yeah. Doubtful. No. <laughs> you have to buy aftermarket to get one of those. Let's well, see. The Toyotas come with, like, the main options and then the SR5 package. And that's usually about it. Oh, or limited. Also limited. So, yeah, three levels. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad business model. It's just probably frustrating for people that are used to the BMW a la carte. How much money do you want to add into your car that put no one will ever see? Yeah. It's a lot yeah. of like the it, – it's a different philosophy, right? Toyota's like, look, we have to make $8 million of each one of these options because we're going to sell them all. So we're not doing – do you want like to mix and match? No. We have to make 8 million of these. This is how we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Whereas BMW is like, eh, we're going to make like 100,000 maybe or, or 1,000 in some cases. Like, eh, you just pick what you want and we'll do it at the factory. Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, then it's like, hey, do you want that uh, You want that cigarette lighter? How about 100 bucks? <laughs> do you want mm-hmm. Apple CarPlay? How about 100 bucks? You know, mm-hmm. and then they get you there. Oh, man. They used to get you oh. – Used to get you? They used to get you with cables. <laughs> oh, uh, that was a thing up until I believe their most recent version yeah. of their infotainment thing on BMWs. It's yeah, there's a USB looking port in here that you could totally try and use your USB with, but unless it's a BMW branded cable, it won't handshake correctly. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then if your dealer is trying to be nice to you, they're like, we'll throw this cable in for you. You're like, oh, wow, thanks, friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never Real. mind, you made me buy the $5,000 navigation package or whatever that I didn't want. It's <laughs> <laughs> ah, like cars. a sleight of hand trick. Look over here. Mm-hmm. Cars are the worst. They are the most essentially Sometimes. worst thing. So, guys, let's talk about something else. Here's yes. what I'm going to talk about. Okay. I played, I don't know if, I don't know what to call this kind of a game. 
it's almost an idle game. Do you know, we talked about idle games on here before, Cookie right? Cookie Clicker. Right. So yes. like Cookie Clicker is like a classic idle game, right? Eventually you start getting things that like I, click for you. And I think then I they... recommended an idle game on this podcast, which was the one in space. Yeah, the potato one. Yeah, yeah that one has an one. ending. It does. That's why I liked it. Right. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Space plan, maybe? Space space something? Space plan? Space plan sounds right. No, it's not space plan. Uh, anyway. Okay. It, go, go. Whatever. Go. Uh, I'm playing a different game. So this game is uh, it's free. It's on Steam right now. You can go download it if you want. It's called Split or Steel. Steel or Split? Split, oh, is, or, Split steel. or Steel is the name of it. Split oh, or Steel is the name of this game. I feel like I saw this the other day. This game is a prisoner's dilemma game wrapped in an idle game. Okay. Space plan so, is right, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Nice. Good job, Brain. <laughs> Thanks, Brain. You figured it out. Uh, no, so Split or Steel is the name of this game. Uh, there is an idle game kind of around the periphery, but the core of the game, the thing you do if you actually play the game, is you join the queue. And the queue, you know, the queue comes up and finds you a match. In the match, it's you versus another person in a bank versus? vault. With a, in a bank vault with a table between you, and there's money on the table. You have two options and a chat window. The first option is split. Second option is steal. And then lock your choice. And you can chat to the other person if you want. Uh-oh. Do you live it's chat with actual typing? Yes, of course. Oh no! <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I mean, I have not found there to be too much uh, problematic stuff in there. I'm sure okay. it exists. Uh, there are tools to immediately after if there's any problems, you can report the people, uh, and they seem to be relatively zealous about banning people. And the chat filters are relatively good, uh, at least from what I've seen. Okay. So, uh, but it, it works like the prisoner's dilemma, right? If both players split, the money is split between them. And they both move on. You rank up to the next tier where the amount of money on the table increases. If one player steals and the other player splits, the stealer gets all the money. If both players steal, no one gets anything and everyone loses. If one player steals and the other splits, do the pe both people rank up? No. Neither the, person? Or just the, the stealer? The, the stealer ranks up. The split person is out. Okay. And you mm -hmm. then are, then all your money is gone and you are reset back to the bottom of the tier list. So it's like you start at tier one, you can go all the way up to tier 10. Money okay. increases each time. What happens once you hit 10? You just recycle the one? Uh, at 10, you cash out and you can get all the money. You can also stop at any time. So if you think like, oh, I've gotten a lot of money here, I can stop, collect your winnings and, and go the, home. the cash goes for helping you play the clicker idle thing? Absolutely, it does. Okay. Got it. Uh, so there's like an HQ system where you can build buildings and they passively generate coins. They also generate stuff that this game has called karma, which is basically like a reputation kind of system. Ooh. You gain reputation when you split, but only like a little bit. You gain like, you know, between five and 20 or 30 rep for splitting. And you lose hundreds every time you steal. Oh, no. Oh. So, uh, you know, then the your reputation is sort of shown. So there are a few things you can see about the other player. You can see their name, uh, what organization, if any. They're, they're kind of like guilds or groups in this game. Uh, they're limited to 20 members, so you can't have a ton of them. But, you know, it's a 
Steelers Anonymous. Right. Stuff like that, <laughs> right? If it's like all steel, no split name for your organization, I might consider that you're not going to be truthful when you tell me that you're going to split with me. You know, uh, you can see their karma. So uh, in like tiers, if it's like between these values, you get this. If you're between these values, you get this. Uh, and then you can see the avatar they're using standing next to the table. Uh, and then any like lighting effects or whatever, if they have like fun disco lights or weird rave lights or whatever, Canadian flags or whatever, that kind of stuff. Oh, so you automatically spill it when you see a Canadian flag, right? Well, I mean, you know, the the trend I've seen is if they are wearing a hot dog costume, they're into splitting. That's what I've seen. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> hot dogs don't split, Where's the man. correlation there? Start over. Hot dogs what? split, man. How do you get a hot dog costume and what is I mean, it first on? What, what is it on? I mean, just the, the, your little player guy standing next to the table in the bank vault. Oh, you have like an avatar. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the, uh, I mean, a hot dog by its very nature is already split, right? Like it's, you, know, you no. split the bun open to put the hot dog in. No, so. the bun is split, but the hot dog isn't unless you split yeah. the hot dog like some kind of animal. Uh, there's also a building in the HQ that's called the like hot dog stand or something like that. Mm. Uh, hot dog express, I think is what it's called that uh, produces karma and gives you a bonus to splitting. So like, then there's all these kinds of like, you know, bonuses you get from for playing the game. Oh, you build this building and you get 3% more coins when you split, or this one gives you one and a half percent more when you steal or <laughs> these kinds of things. And then your organization contributes these points as well. And so on and so forth. Does this run through a, a game or is this a website or what? It, what? No, it's a, it's a game. It's on Steam. You can go get Steam. it. Free to play. Oh, only on Steam? Yeah. I mean, I have no idea where else it might be. Okay. Might be other places too. Fair. I didn't do any research. Fair point. Uh, but so, I mean, this is the whole game, right? So it starts to get uh, pretty tense when you have like hundreds of thousands of coins on the line and you're going into the high tiers. Uh, so once you get to, uh, to, to increase the tension here, once you get to tiers eight, nine, and 10, uh, they call it high stakes. And all of a sudden you can't see any information about the other player anymore. All you can see is their avatar and their lighting effects and the chat window. Mm. All the other stuff is listed as anonymous. Well, well, then what's the point of getting rep? If in, once you're in the high stakes, you don't know, like you can't convince people that you have high rep. Well, there are things you can do to convince people you have high rep, like use the same lighting and effects that people with high rep use or, <laughs> you know, cause you can buy all of them, right? Like with, with in-game currency. Okay. Or, you know, uh, act like you're part of a guild that you're not part of, or, you know, it, there's a whole, cause it's all social, right? So you can just talk to the other person and be like, Hey, you know, I'm a, yeah, I'm a hot dog here. I'm definitely here to split with you like all the hot dogs are. Yep, that's me, Mr. This, hot Dog. This video definitely shows a man in a hot dog costume fighting a pirate. The, yeah. The top review on Steam right now is hot dog always splits. See? I told you. <laughs> told you. Um, so don't dress as a pirate. I mean, I don't know. Dress as whatever you want. There's also uh, like orc costumes. There's knight costumes. There's like weird robots and like divine karmic hindu gods and all kinds of weird <laughs> weird stuff in there man this interface uh, is very straightforward yeah th there's literally nothing to this game it's free look let me tell you okay <laughs> you're not getting you're not paying a lot here uh-huh um the game also obviously sells uh stuff it has like a coin doubler that you can buy that will literally do what it says uh 
I think you start at tier three instead of tier one, and then uh, you also like get double coins instead of not. Uh, and you could do that. You could also, you know, buy all kinds of, you know, single use coins and. JJ, this says you've played this stuff. game for five hours. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, at a certain so at a certain point, do you just play the splitter steel part and then set the the idler going and walk away and do something and then come back so, to the next? Good as question. Far as I can. As far as I can tell, the idle thing doesn't actually need... The game doesn't need to be open to be accruing those. Uh, it's running on a server clock? Yeah. So, uh, you will be generating the bonuses for yourself 100% of the, t- 100% of the time currently, whether you're playing or not. Um, but your organization bonuses drop off if you're not online, like, one game every... 24 or 48 hours or something like that. I think it's 48 hours. Well, that's pretty generous. Yeah. And the game's pretty new, so, you know, who knows? They're still tweaking the game. Um, but it's very silly. Uh, and it it really is just fun to log in and just be... Because like, here's the thing, right? There's two... You know, you get like, oh, the hot dogs always split. The people always do that. And you get to, like, the top levels in the when everything's anonymous. And then you're just like, I can't trust anyone. <laughs> because like the you know the prisoner's dilemma right the classic problem of what it is the way to win is just always split right if you always split and everyone else always splits everyone always comes out ahead yeah but someone will steal that's the problem Mm -hmm. and so that you get to like you know tier 10 and you're sitting there it's like all right this is my last match i have all this money banked up and you come across a person with a default avatar no lighting. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And they say nothing and lock in their choice immediately. Oh, You're like, no. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> uh, so it's a fun it's a fun way to spend some time. And, like, you know, you get into silly discussions with people. Uh, at one point, I was using a tourist costume, like a guy who looks like he's on vacation but has no idea where he's going. And I mm-hmm. pretended to be lost all the way on my way to Splitsville all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hello, friend, I'm looking for Splitsville. Can you help me get there? <laughs> it was like pretty silly. I don't know. The game is dumb uh, and fun in a way that I've spent about like five hours over the last week or so playing. Um, I don't know how much longer I'm going to stick with it because the things start getting expensive in a way that I don't actually want to devote my time to playing to get to. Mm. But I'm enjoying the uh, the silliness of it. Like, you know, every day log in for a minute and be like, this is silly. And then. All right, I'm good. <laughs> Small doses kind of game. Yeah. I So that's kind of been me. Yeah. What about you guys? Andrew, anything? Oh, I Hmm. I have been doing small doses for a long time and not talking about Pokémon Go. Cuz it's kind of just been a background thing where it's just like, "Oh, I'm going to a place I haven't been or I were at Disneyland, I'll pop this open and see what's here. But it hasn't been a thing I've maybe kept up on a ton. Not but, going out and actively raiding the liquor right, store exactly. or whatever near your house exactly. anymore. <laughs> Except for this weekend when I decided I needed a break from breaking concrete. They had a community day for one of the Pokemon, which means like you go out and Every single spawn is now, you know, Pikachu or whatever it is, right? There's And there's a gajillion of them and there's thousands of people wandering around doing doing stuff in the crowded spots where there are tons of gyms and stops and all that sort of stuff. 
um, which I've done before, and it's fine. And it was a fun time. Uh, Ryan was there. We we had a good time. We all got a a perfect IV Rhyhorn. It was great. Uh, and a lot of shinies for trading or whatever. Hit me up podcast that we were getting stuck on. <laughs> uh, Jeez. <laughs> they added something to this game that I have to describe to you for a minute because I can't decide if it's good or bad. Yo, what if Pokemon Go had a battle pass? Sure. Okay. <laughs> so they added this a while ago. I've been too afraid to touch it because they don't really explain how it works. And in fact, when I finally tried it, they didn't explain how it worked. <laughs> Just sort of mm-hmm. give it a shot. They added a new battle mode called Go Battle Go Battle League. Go Battle League is the name of it, which is not a great name. Go Battle League Pass. Yeah, uh, and Royale. but you need a pass, which you could be premium or not premium. Hint: Don't do premium. Not worth it. You have to walk three kilometers to get an entry for your battle pass. After you get an entry for your battle pass, you do five battles in a row against another player. Different players each time. So five different players. You do five battles in a row, and based on those wins, you get in-game rewards. Obviously, if you want to spend money on the premium battle pass, like every other premium battle pass, you get better rewards, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then every time you walk three kilometers, you get another entry. Uh, you can, of course, pay to enter early with coins if yeah. you want to. Yeah, of course. Of course you can. Yeah. Got to be able to pay to win, man. That's how these games work. Yeah. So in this game, there are three levels of battling. Basically, how strong your poke pokemon are uh for for numbers sake you know each each pokemon has like a a level um a number that just boils down how strong they are to one number which isn't if you're really into the game how how to know things but that's how they cap these leagues off which is 1500 2500 and then unlimited so i clicked the button thinking i'll play in the 1500 area because I don't know what I'm doing. And then it's like, <laughs> your only option, thanks for clicking the battle pass already, and you can't back out of it, is 2,500. Hope you have some get Pokemon good. ready for that. What? what? <laughs> Did you get good? Uh, I proceeded to run into three people who I lost barely to. A walkover victory of someone who threw out a bunch of three zero thirty, 30. <laughs> not 300, not 3,000, 30 level Pokemon. <laughs> And uh, lost the other one. So, I won one in my first go. <laughs> There's a lot to know about battling in that game. Like, a lot. You know, if you're really good at it, you'll know intrinsically what types fight what types. I don't know anything about meta or anything like that. And what people mm-hmm. are picking. But it seems like high HP Pokemon are the way to go. Because then they stay alive longer. <laughs> I mean, that's... uh. It's a hot take. Not dying is good. <laughs> yeah. Tanking and, damage. You know, if you're fire and he's water, maybe you should switch Pokemon. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. Um, I don't want to get into the semantics of the fights as much as I can't tell if it's a good thing or bad thing 
for me personally or for the game overall for people to essentially need to have what was it called when you had in Warcraft JJ level 19 characters for battlegrounds that were like tricked out oh um like twink twinked out like yeah. leveled characters it's like specifically built for like I'm going to play at the highest level in this bracket that is possible without going over. So I found out later that the Go Battle League every two weeks rotates the cap of how high the Pokemon are you can fight with. So week one through two is 1,500, two through four is 2,500, and week three is unlimited. And you have to fight in those leagues. So, like, I can't fight in the Unlimited League, right? There's no... I don't have anything above 2,500. So, why I can't fight in the Unlimited League. But I could fight in the 1,500 League. Does it add the ability now for people to be, like, leveling Pokemon to 1,499 and having that be, like, its own meta? This is going to be crazy. This is a relatively new feature. They're still in the first season. They're calling it the preseason. So I'm sure they're working on a lot of this stuff, but... Let me tell you about another game with a battle pass like this. It was called... Dota, it is still called Dota Underlords. Yeah. Uh, and I think they were in their preseason for like six to eight months. I see. So, you know... Be prepared for I'm changes. I'm sure... <laughs> buckle up. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, your that Pokemon Go updates a little bit faster than Dota Underlords does. <laughs> yeah, they probably uh, like make you know a magnitude worth of money more on Pokemon Go than yeah, Underlords. you know, phones. Uh, you know for sure. But you know they both are supposed to be similar, like high update rate type games. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'm sure that you know this is their preseason trial of this stuff, and they're just trying to like see how things work. And then it will change drastically by the time it comes out, you know, season one or whatever in two months or whatever, however long it takes them. It seems like there is a small amount of strategy to the actual fights and knowing when to shield and when to use your ultimates and things like that. I mean, if you want to get into high level Pokemon play, that I is don't, a thing. I don't. And there don't are like people who I don't are. Wanna, I don't want to do that. You can stop. 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 And it's we don't need this. Skillful, we don't so. need this. We don't. I feel like that's why you're playing Pokemon Go in the first place. Yeah. See, I'm doing it on my except phone that in my spare except time. That they're doing it again, apparently. Oh, hey, hold on. A shout out to the little. I think she's like six or seven year old girl that just won the Oceania Pokemon tournament, like the Nintendo Switch Pokemon Sword and Shield tournament game for juniors. She beat a kid that was, like, age 12. Yeah, I think in the, like, under 12 and under division or yeah. something. 12 and under, a, this a little girl, kid, like, Simone, looked. I think her name was Simone, wrecked a guy. You should go watch this. It's actually, you can kind of instantly understand what has happened here in the five-second clip of this great, she's so great. It's awesome. She makes a perfect read on what the older by at least five years opponent is going to do. Use the right attack on the right. 
thing and wins and then is just sitting there in shock that she won. It's great. Pokemon is cool sometimes. That's cool. all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was uh, taken aback by the little Pokemon Go update because I hadn't noticed it before we did this community thing. So I was just going to say it's out there and it's an interesting update that I can't tell if it's good or not. There you have it. It's all Michael. good. Nice. Have you been up to anything? Uh, I have been diving deeper into Breath of the Wild. Yes. So I um, I unlocked the last of the runes that you get. So Andy, I don't know. Um, you haven't played this one, right? Mm, I definitely have not. Okay, you're the JJ. You're the one who has not played. Which so one? Breath, of, Breath the Wild. of the Wild. Oh, you, you know the one on the Switch. No, I haven't played this one yet. Okay, no, 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 so no. neither of you. So, neither of you yeah, has played it. No, I, man, I don't know why my brain just fritzed and was like, "Yeah, I've played every Zelda except for the one that you're talking about." <laughs> and then I was like, "So what is he talking about?" Oh, it must be. I don't know. It's the dust is getting to me. So in this one, unlike in uh, in a lot of the previous Zelda games, you get certain abilities almost right off the bat. So in the in the early going of the game, and you have them to use throughout the game. You can upgrade their their strength as the game goes on, but you have them almost from the very start. And one of the last ones that you get is the camera rune. And it allows you to take pictures of anything you want to take pictures of. And so there are some main quests and side quests that involve you taking pictures of certain things and bringing the pictures back to different characters to show them proof of of X and Y. But one of the interesting things that they did in this game that I don't know that I have seen another game do was they have tied the camera to your... Uh, let's call it your Collectopedia. Um, Collectopedia? Right. So oh, it's your... I like that word. It's By that I mean your, it's your, your bestiary and your weapons and armor compendium. They and, have a word for this called Encyclopedia. No, it's called Collectopedia, he just said. <laughs> you, but you know you know what I'm talking about, so you'll, you'll play... So, like, so hold on, hold on. For the kids... It's your in-game wiki. Yeah, sort of. We have to try and speak to the kids. <laughs> we're not. We're not making it in that demo. I see. Yeah. Is that our target audience? Nope. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> fellow children. Us- <laughs> we are here to be cool with you. Let us talk about Fortnite now. <laughs> I was gonna say none of us play Fortnite. Anymore. We could do that anyway. We Let's could, talk about Breath of the Wild. We could <laughs> fail miserably at Fortnite. I can show you guys how. It's great. I have a Stormtrooper costume in that game. Oh, you know, Andrew, I just found out I really have to be shampooing my hair that night. Sorry, bro. I just have this this insatiable need. I can't not do that. Head and shoulders, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast. There you go. Yes. That seems Sorry. right. That's on target. All right. Back yeah. to the Zelda wiki in-game. So JJ, if you if you're playing through a Castlevania game 
you have a list of all the enemies and they show up as you defeat them, right? St- pretty standard practice. Yeah, it's like a, there's question marks here and then you kill a guy and now you see what it is. Exactly. You kill like 10 of them and then now you can see that they you have know a, what they drop. A 1% chance to drop a thing that you're never going to see. Exactly. So what if they implemented a, a feature where instead of you beating the enemy to find out what it drops and where you can find it, regularly you have to take its picture i was just about to say as a joke what if you were (laughs) friends that sounds tedious yeah so you have to you have to take a picture of the enemy before they show up in your um your bestiary in this but what makes that even more fun is that they don't stop while you pull out the camera well, yeah, I mean, if they're going to murder you, they're still trying to murder you whether you're taking their picture or not. Yeah. So, I mean, lions don't care if you're taking their picture. They're still going to yeah. eat you. <laughs> exactly. True. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting mechanic. There are ways to cheese it a little bit with everything that isn't an enemy. Could so you find a telephoto lens maybe and then take spy photos from a tree? There so there go. is a zoom feature Bang. as part yes. of it that Nailed you can it. use. Right. So if you've if you've snuck up on an enemy or um you can uh you can take pictures of the native wildlife uh, and some of them will run from you if you get too close, so you have to sneak up on them to get a picture. Um but yeah, so there is a way to to cheese part of it, which is that if you have weapons or shields or cooking ingredients you can take them out of your inventory and just drop them on the ground and then take a picture of them and that, ca- <laughs> that counts i love it <laughs> what do these blueberries do <laughs> snap oh let me just drop them picture um let me pick up these blueberries here oh, that's funny jedi star wars jedi fallen order the game has a similar uh wiki built into it but you basically slice things apart with your lightsaber and then your droid scans it afterwards. The more sensible. Yeah, it seems safer. Way. Yeah. Yeah, certainly good. safer. <laughs> A more civilized weapon. <laughs> it, has this yielded any either extremely funny moments or like infuriating ones for you where you're like, I can't get a picture of that without dying or... Uh, it, there have been one or two moments where I've tried, been trying to get a picture and just got, got. Mm -hmm. I can just picture this idea where you're like creeping up on this giant enemy with a camera and it like hears you and turns around to start attacking and you're like frantically running away, trying to put (laughs) the camera away and pull out the sword, whatever. Yep. Yeah. There, there's definitely some of that or where you in the action of pulling out the camera, you, the the enemy you're trying to take a picture of moves out of screen. No, and because it's that it's that zoomed in sort of slow pan, like you're using a sniper rifle. Oh. Um, you you know you're slower than they are, and all of a sudden they're right in front of you, and you have a split second to be like, oh no, before the screen goes black. <laughs> <laughs> the game has durability in it, right? It does. So it has durability built into all of the. Uh, the shields and the weapons. So, so does not your the, not the armor? Fortunately, does, does your camera have like film capacity, or is it digital? 
So you can take up to 48 pictures oh, no. before it's full. I don't know if there's a way to expand that. But you can also take a slew of pictures and then go through and delete them. And if it's things that are added to your your encyclopedia, they those pictures stay in there. Okay, so, so you, it's can like, have, you can have 48, you like 48 active pictures. pictures at a time, but if it's something that that the game wants you to have information on that information and that picture are stored. Does anyone tell link that bigger SD cards are always on sale on Amazon like every week? Exactly. I think Amazon was destroyed by calamity Ganon. Oh Oh, man. Is that the, so that's part of the expansion, right? The Ganon thing or not expansion. The next game. Spoilers, I guess. I think it's just speculation still. Okay. Yeah. Calamity sure Ganon. What a name. I, I mean, the, the Calamity Ganon, right? Is what they call him? The Calamity Ganon? I don't think so. I think they just think call no. him Calamity. Do you okay. think the Calamity Ganon would be a bad costume because he would always steal? Uh, yeah, certainly. I mean, yeah. Ganon in general, don't trust a Ganondorf, you know? Ganondorf, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Well, that hold guy, on. Maybe that we're guy is is out. Well, to no, we're inching into a oopsie territory by saying you can't trust a Ganondorf. You know what I mean? I mean, okay, I understand what you're saying here, but I'm also saying <laughs> I don't trust Ganon. I don't, don't trust Ganondorf. Don't profile don't a Ganondorf, buddy. Fair. I, look, Gerudos are fine. Ooh, Ganondorf okay. himself is not. All right. Thank that you for clarifying. That guy is known to be. A, a criminal Gerudo is a descriptor, not a profile. <laughs> Please. I'm not trying to make myself out looking bad here, but... You know what in has this a lot of... instance, that on. guy is known to be a thief. Yeah. You know what has a lot of profiling in it? The Witcher. Yeah. It's a game based on folklore, so... And a lot of, like... See where it comes from. Open racism. Uh, are we talking about the game or the show or both? I haven't the played books? the games. I have to admit. Okay. So I'm talking about the show. Okay. Okay. Well, my understanding, at least from what I saw of the show, which is all of it, is that <laughs> it follows the books pretty closely and <laughs> therefore is probably relatively faithful in some degrees, you know, TV wise to the source material there there's a like weird it's okay to be racist because it's it's fantasy thing i don't know if that's what they're trying to get across there (laughs) i don't know that they're saying that it's okay to be racist okay it's just that the people are racist because they certainly are (laughs) they certainly are very Uh uh-huh that's a thing in that and that is that is in the games as well by the way there are uh Specifically, uh, if people aren't too fond of elves, uh, oh yeah, I mean it's like a big, it's a big thing. People like, are like genocidally, are not fond of elves. Yeah, people mm. are like mega racist against elves in that world. <laughs> I'm liking the show so far. We're mm-hmm. about four episodes in. I would love to discuss it with you at some point, perhaps when you have finished it. Okay, there's a thing that has happened, mm-hmm. or been clarified, I guess. Maybe. Which I think a lot of people probably complained about now that I've put it into context. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if I should say it because it's kind of is it a, it's not yeah it's a little bit of a spoiler huh ah uh, but it maybe it doesn't matter I don't know it's up to Michael uh, I will probably wind up watching it at some point okay maybe we should leave it all right well I, I suspect I know what you're talking about and I think yeah I mean you know we'll talk about it when we talk about it later because okay. I I do want to talk about that show I enjoyed it quite I bit, so. am enjoying it I think that I understand okay. There's a thing with the telling of the story. We can do this without a spoiler here. So the people that have watched it know what I'm talking about. narrative device? There's a narrative device that is used in this show that I think people complained about that I understand why it was confusing because I didn't catch on to it Mm -hmm. until it was explicit. Yeah, uh, I know. Agreed, hundred percent agreed. But if you go back to the first episode, which I did, mm-hmm. the clues are there. Oh, they certainly are, it's and they're much more direct than I thought they were. The people who made it knew what they were doing, and they set out to do this specific narrative thing that we're talking about. Yeah, and they just—they just didn't tell you up front that they were doing it (laughs) so i'm gonna say i like it but i'm not sure that it's good yeah until i finish the show yeah like i say when you get to the end i will be curious to see how you feel about the whole situation can i comment on henry cavill first before we talk about it later that jawline that jawline dude (laughs) i don't know if there was supposed to be a better Geralt of rivia but after having seen him play Girls of Rivia, I kind of dig it. Yeah, I was super skeptical when they announced it. And when they started showing the shots and stuff, I was like, dude, I don't know. This guy looks just like someone put a wig on Superman. It's weird. I don't know if I like it. Okay, so this uh, week I'll actually remember to bleep this. But I love when he just sort of looks at the camera and he uses that gruff girl voice when things are just going completely sideways. He just looks at the camera and goes, Fleep. Yep. There's a, I know which part you're talking about. It's so good. <laughs> it happens more than once. It's a good joke the first time, and you're like, that's really funny. And then the second time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good payoff the second time. Considering yeah, that show the first is good. Time. I, I enjoy that show. I'm excited for them to do season two. Yeah, they just started filming. Yeah. In production. So, spoilers, I guess. Don't be too worried when Geralt's in trouble. <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> I guess... If there's a, if there's a character with plot armor, yeah. <laughs> Geralt of Rivia in the show about Geralt of Rivia is probably the one. Is the show about Geralt of Rivia? I'm it's not... called The Witcher. Yeah, Witch but there are, are more Witcher. than one... I guess you could be sucked into thinking there's more than one Witcher. But it's they... called The Witcher. It's not I called know. A Witcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Witcher's... Yeah. I mean, I like that line. I like that line because I don't, like I said, I haven't played any of the games. I actually uh, was trying to install GOG Galaxy before we started this uh, because I bought Thronebreaker because I liked this show so much. Uh, Dude, Thronebreaker is fun. Um, Here's what I'll tell you about Thronebreaker, though. Uh, That game is way more about, like, the world of The Witcher than it is about, like, the the characters of The the Witcher. The lore of The Witcher story so what yeah where does this story fit into the games is this like the first game 
so this uh the TV show is the story at least my understanding is is stories from the books and of the like the way the the world of the books is set up it does the games are their own thing they just use the the world and do their own thing the my understanding is like the first i don't, i never played witcher 1 uh witcher 2 kind of took the world and then did its own kind of spin on some of the events that happened there and kind of followed this rebellion that didn't really happen this way in the books and then kind of made a whole thing about it and then are you talking about the the guy that captures him no it's not in the show oh, at different all. rebellion okay Com- totally not a thing that you see got it uh and then the third game is just it's a complete own thing although some of the aspects of the books are touched on there the later books which i haven't read um and the the TV show kind of touches on some of the stuff that happens in The Witcher Three, but not again. The Witcher Three goes way past it, and then I, it's kind of just all its own thing. At that I've point. been really excited to watch it because every time I come across something else that was in the Gwent card game mm-hmm. <laughs> that gets explained in the in the show, I'm like, yeah. oh, so that's what Scoyatel or whatever, yeah, like, that's, that's what, what, what that Scoia-tel faction are. is about, or like. Like, oh, okay, the the Northern Kingdoms. Yeah, I know the names of these. So I can explain how these are all connected. If these are the the Temerians and these are the this mm-hmm. and the so, and the Redanians and mm-hmm. the yeah, yeah. Uh, if you like that, you should play a game called Throne The Witcher Two and The Witcher Three <laughs> because they literally do this for all these all a lot of the characters you see in the show. They're on different arcs in the games, but they're doing. These are those people, and you can tell that they were modeled after the same characters because some of them are very much that way. <laughs> yeah. So it's great. And, and some of the episodes of the show are literal quests in the games that you like go on and you do that event and that thing happens. It's it's oh. cool. Okay. Well, it seems like we're like arcing out of the setup phase now that the narrative device thing has been yeah. And that that now that we're out of the setup phase, maybe things will happen. Yeah. I uh like I said, we'll talk when you get to the end. I'm curious. Okay, is Yaskir a cool guy in the games or semi annoying like he is in the show? Uh his name in the games is Dandelion and he is a buffoon. Uh although a more I would say he's more of like a like idle rich playboy type character in the games than a like plucky down on his luck bard type guy okay dandelion i know that guy from the card game too yeah that guy is that is the the bard from the the games got it well if you have non-spoilery comments on the witcher (laughs) where would you send them you could send those to podcast at wewergamers.com. You could also send them to our social media where we will happily engage with you. Uh, uh, that's we're on facebook.com slash wewergamers. You can search for We Were Gamers on YouTube. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at wewergamers. Uh, we would love to hear from you in all those places. And this very podcast, in fact, is available on all podcasting platforms that we've been able to find. Spotify, Stitcher. Apple, Google Podcasts, all that stuff. 
find this podcast wherever you hear it and keep doing that please <laughs> much much like drywall dust we are everywhere we're trying much like drywall dust we're not trying very hard <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but I didn't waste my money on Thronebreaker, right? No, Thronebreaker is fun. Okay. It, uh, it is you, just not. You don't have to qualify it. I just wanted. To guess it it is fun. <laughs> okay. It is fun. It is just not the the it, like. If you're looking to like say, hey, what's up with Geralt? Like, not going to find out. Got it. <laughs> oh, I really like this specific person. Not going to meet him. <laughs> like, so you know. But it is a story in that world, and if you like okay. that world and the stories it tells, yeah. Everybody get their free copy of Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Nope, thank you for it. reminding me. I'm opening it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been, do, do, do that. What are you doing? Come on. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I feel like you that, just That was a joke, but <laughs> no, I that was a joke. I, I went a little harder on it than intended. Do I still sound muffly? Yep. Yeah. Hello and welcome to... We have Sniffles, the podcast about how there's too much dust in my home and I shouldn't be recording a podcast in it. Hello. Welcome. 